I'm a, I'm finna start now, and I'm gonna keep that part in the podcast. Man, I will sue you. I will sue you. What's, what's good? What's good, fam? Cause I'm talking about he gonna sue me. It's your boy, Mister D, on to the E. Here we are on Urban Ambassadors, where we represent and speak up for the underrepresented and the underrated through diplomatic and theocratic discourses. Listen, I today is gonna be a good day. On the podcast, uh, in my estimate, we got a lot of black excellence on the show today. And I'm excited to say that I'm not alone. I'm not hosting by myself. I have the the honorable, the distinguished, the distinctive. Um, I have uh, one of the many uh, Groveside alumni, you know, in, in my presence uh, virtually on the podcast, I, I have uh, one of the most important people on the planet on the podcast with me. You know, some of you call him Willie. If you've been around him for a long time, you call him Jabo. Some of you call him Councilman, but I call him Cuzzo. Cuzzo, what's good, man? Hey, 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 hey. I'm about to send you a couple of dollars for that introduction, man. I'm thing. Put that on my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> what's good, man? Man, it's good to be back. Remember we did the last one? Yeah. Uh man, I felt so inspired. I felt yeah. so so motivated. Uh, so I'm back for my second part of my counseling session. No doubt. All right, now I'm I'm gonna charge you for this one. <laughs> well, we we got to write something out. Uh, but it's good to be back, man. It is. It's I'm, all I'm good. excited to yeah, be on this too, side of the, of the seat. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate you hopping on with me. Um and, and just just so we can remind everybody uh, one thing that we do here on this show, just to be clear, we unashamedly rep the kingdom of God by way of unequivocally speaking the truth. Yes, sir. And all while being unapologetically black. It is what it is. All power to the people. All power to the people. Listen, because I'm ready to jump right on in because we got a very special guest on the show today. Um been knowing her for a long time, and I personally have been uh, here over the last year or so, been very, very, very inspired by what I've been seeing. Um, yes. I've been living for media, which which I'm thankful for. So this is one of the reasons why social media is good, because you get um, what humble people are doing. Um, you get to see what ignorant people are doing, too. But I, I, I like to see humble people who are being used by God, who are doing their thing, who, who are taking major strides toward, towards bettering themselves. So so I, I tip my hat to this young lady who we got on the line. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Lynn, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but last time I checked, nowadays they call you the butterfly beast. You know what I'm saying? She she got more muscles than me. She probably and can me. bench press. She probably can bench press more than me. So I, 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 I'm I'm coming back to Dallas. I, I might have to go ahead and you know what I'm saying. I might have to sign up. Matter, she probably can bench press me. You know you know what I'm saying? Like and so, me. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my brothers, my sisters, I have the opportunity, privilege of introducing to you, Miss Lenora Wyatt. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? What's up, Dre? Oh my What's up, Dory? What's up, Will? Y'all got me over here cracking up. <laughs> I am not gonna even try to bench press neither one of you men. I wouldn't dare do that. <laughs> but yes, you are correct, Dre. They do call me Miss Butterfly Beast of Fitness by Nori. I appreciate that introduction. Thank y'all for having me. No, I'm I'm so happy that you're on. I, and I, I apologize for the for the hassle of getting everything set up. But but you're here, you're on. And so we we have uh, some real solid questions for you. Um and, and I hope that everything that you have to say in our conversation today will be a blessing. Um, an edification to our listeners. So, for so the topic of discussion, I think it fits you well. It, it's okay. called strength, strength training, and faith building. Strength oh, training, it. and it's not like a sermon title. That, that's the preaching. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. But, but, but you know, I I, th- I think it does. I think it fits you well. Strength training, and faith building. So, Lynn, to jump right into the conversation, let us and our listeners know you know, what it is that you do and why you love to do it in the first place. Okay. So first, let me give a disclaimer. Um, I do have my niece here in the house with me. So if you guys hear a uh, little pitter patter feet running through here, it's if you good. hear Coco Melon or anything like that, or any <laughs> loud outburst, that it's is a three-year-old, okay? Well, so, I got three kids. So he I got three kids. Mine can bust in the room at any given time. So it is what it is. Okay, so I just wanted to give that disclaimer. Yeah. Um, so you said what it is that I do is yeah, that what why you, you love to do it. Yeah. Okay, so what I do is I am a certified master trainer, um, a fitness master trainer. And what that is is I have the ability and I've been given the um the tools needed, of course, the education and everything behind it as well, in order to train trainers, to train mm-hmm. fitness trainers. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore I can train. Um, any regular uh, person or I can train um, trainers as well. Um, I love to do what I'm doing because I love to inspire people. I love to encourage. I love to motivate. Um, The reason why I love it, especially in our community, is because, um, you know, a lot of times we look at or we have looked at, looked down our nose at fitness. You know, Mm. that's not something that we would normally do. You know, we kind of get our... Um, comfort through what we call comfort southern food and so um and so being that the food has shifted on us in the way that it is being manufactured and produced nowadays um it has taken a toll on our bodies as well um our our grandparents and and things our great-grandparents they used to live long long lives um 80 90 years old and they were out picking cotton and things of that nature right 
Well, we don't have those same type of jobs and things anymore. And so if we're not as physical, then we can't um, consume as much of the the things that we do in our diet. And so that's one of the things that I like to do. I really, really love to teach and try to help people, you know, understand why their body is doing it, why you're having a conversation all day, every day with your body. Um, And that's what your body actually does is having a conversation all day. And so that's the reason why I love it, because you need to get to know you and you need to listen to the things that that your body is telling you, because our bodies will tell us what what the problem is and how to fix it. Wow. That's that's deep. And I'm going to tell you why that's deep, because you're when you hit on our ancestors. Yeah. And how. Although they didn't have the best diet because they ate what they could and ate Mm -hmm. what was given to them. Mm-hmm. They were still active out Absolutely. in the fields, yeah. and that kind of helped kind of balance, you know, what they was eating because they was out working right. all day. Right. So that's 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 deep that you said that. So I we, mean, because if you think about the diet that they had, so think about the the chitterlings, right, or the the fat backs and things of that nature, right? They're really really high in sodium, right? Well, when you're working out. You can have a high sodium diet when you sweat and it dries up and it has that white ring going around your head or around your arms and stuff. That's the sodium. It'll, it'll come out your body. And you kind of need that a little bit when you're working out. But a lot of times we don't get that same effect because we don't do the same type of activities nowadays. Now, uh, gotcha. So when you said that your, your body would talk to us, kind of walk mm-hmm. us through one, walk us through the whole fitness by Nori, the name and Miss Butterfly Beast and mm-hmm. kind of transition that into how did you go from that into being relating your fitness to your happiness, to your success? Cause it, it all, for you, I know it, it all kind of comes full mm. circle. Okay. Awesome. Um, so, <laughs> um, that's a good question. So will my, Fitness by Nori came about um, because I was actually working out in this um, workout class. So it, I'm going to turn it the other direction. Okay. You said yep. fitness by Nori, Miss Butterfly Beast, and then fitness into my success. So I'm going to kind of turn it the other way. Um, I was very, very unhappy because I had gone through a divorce in 2016. Mm-hmm. And, um, and again, we go to our comfort. We go to the thing that makes us feel okay it doesn't necessarily say that you're happy but it makes you feel okay at that time it makes you feel comfortable and so I didn't know that I was getting large okay and I always tell people how tall I am I'm only five foot one and so at my highest I had gotten up to 198 pounds and so um a lot of people would be like oh that's not bad it's not bad in the relationship to someone that may be three or four hundred pounds but at five foot one that is terrible at five foot one that's considered as obese okay Mm -hmm. so yes and again we don't our body is not structured the same as other um background of people however we still shouldn't be that much of a difference okay and so at 198 pounds five foot one i was rather large and um i remember my sister showing me a video and my colors my favorite colors are or purples and pinks right my power colors are reds and yellows but at that time my colors had become blacks and grays because Mm. blacks and grays are slimming right plus I was dark inside 
I was upset. I was sad all the time. Uh, I was depressed. So you you can look at a person's life and what's going on with them, and they their life will tell a story. And so um, so just wearing those dark colors, she took a video of me one day, and I had on all black, black sweater, pants, shoes, socks, everything. And I was waddling, like kind of side to side, like a duck. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so large. And she was like, yeah. Yes, sis, you you got kind of big, but it's okay. You carry it well, and that's what we t- <laughs> that's what we tell each other, right? <laughs> we we want to lie to make each other feel good, right? Well, because somebody somebody recently told me that, like, yeah, you're a little bigger, but you carry it well. So now I feel insulted. <laughs> so, so now you got to see if it's if they're telling the truth, right? Because there there is a difference between a man gaining a little weight, a muscle, or whatever, some mass, right? And it looking, it's looking good than a woman. You know, she got it the way. Oh, you wear it well, sis, but you popping this skirt over here. You about to bust the seam out of these pants. Okay? <laughs> so, and so that's what she told me. She was like, "Oh, but you wearing it well. It's okay." And I was like, "Okay." I never said anything. It didn't make me sad or anything, but it did sit in one of my compartments. Okay, mm-hmm. I did file it in the back of my mind a little bit, like, hmm. Well, then, of course, once someone brings something to your, you know, your mind, (laughs) then you start to notice everything. And Mm -hmm. I noticed that every pair of pants I put on, right, I had burnt out the the center of the pants where your thighs rubbed together. They were were either really thin or they they had those little fur balls right there, right? (laughs) So, oh, my God. I mean, you just start noticing all kind of stuff. We are our own worst critics, right? And so I ended up, um, I was hanging out with my girlfriend one day and she and I were talking and uh, needless to say, we were at Papa Do's trying to eat and drink these problems away, right? <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I told her, I was like, man, I got to do something. And it was just ironic. This guy came over and she was like, oh, meet my friend, you know, his name is Pink. Like that, and I was like, pink. Oh, okay, hey. Like know. from Friday, pink, or <laughs> like the color pink. She was just like, <laughs> me pink, <laughs> not pinky, but pink. <laughs> she cut the wild, right? <laughs> so, anyway, she introduced me to him or whatever, and I was like, oh, okay, you know. She was like, he has this dope workout class, blah blah blah, and she just, you know, really, you know, blew it up, right? So I was like. She was like, girl, if you ever go to that class, you're going to die. You know, this, that, and the third. And I was like, girl, please. I was in the military. I was in the Navy. I was in the Army. You know, just laying out your own resume, right? And so he tapped me on my shoulder, and he asked me for my number. And, you know, your girl always thought she was fly, right? So I just gave him my number. Like, yeah, he after me. Let me go and get his to him and move on, right? So I gave him my number, and she and I started back talking. Well, she started talking about the class again. And I was like, girl, that class ain't nothing. It can't be all that bad. So he tapped me on my shoulder again and said, hey, did you fill out that waiver that I just sent you? So that's when it got real. Cause oh, I, was was about like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Um, you sent me a waiver? He was like, yeah, you said you were coming to the class tomorrow. Yeah, I'm coming to the class, but I didn't know I had to have a waiver to come to a workout class now, you know. Don't let um, Pink fool you. Don't let Pink fool you. <laughs> fool you and so I was just like, wow, you know. And in the waiver, it said something to the effect of, 
if um, we need to call an ambulance, could we, you know, do we have your permission to call an ambulance? I was like, Lord, I don't know what I've just allowed my mouth to get me into, but <laughs> I'm a beast, so I'm a rock with it. And so I ended up filling it out right there. He was showing me different steps or whatever. I filled it out right there. Went to the class the next morning. I'm not going to lie. It was a little tough. I hadn't worked out in over three years, you know. Um, and so I um, went went to the class, worked out. Like I said, a little tough. Afterwards, um, he sent me a text message. Very professional. You know, hey, did you like the class? How are you feeling? You know, this and that. Will you be back? Oh, definitely I'll be back. He takes me the next week. You coming back? And then, yeah, I'll be back at some point. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> at some point. Jesus. You know, it took me about two weeks to get my life right. Because, I mean, I was hurting. I hadn't worked out in a while, right? Yeah. And uh, and about the middle, towards the middle of March um, of 2019, I went to the class. And I went to three classes a week. Um for several months for the first in the first four months I lost 41 pounds um wow. and then I started yeah the first four months I lost 41 pounds then I started personal training with him and then at that point just training and going through the process and everything he was you know he encouraged me to like hey you need to um you know you need to brand yourself you have a following and I was like, well, I don't know what all of that is. You know, he said it's people that's looking at your journey and you may be you may be able to encourage them to lose weight and stuff, too. Mm. And I was like, oh, OK. And um, he was like, so so what's your little old name going to be? And I was like, I don't know. I love butterflies or whatever. And I was like, and everybody always called me a beast like that. And he was like, oh, that's a cute name. And I was like, yeah, I am as pretty as a butterfly and I train like a beast. So yeah. that's how Miss Butterfly Beast was born, right? So um, I was in class one day. I was talking to a young lady and she said, I said, well, what is your name? And she said, her name is Lori, L-O-R-I. And I said, my name is Nori, like that. You know, I was just being facetious or whatever. And yeah. it stuck. And so my sisters started saying, fitness by Nori, fitness by Nori. And that's how fitness by Nori was born because my name is Lenora. Right. Yeah. So that's how Fitness by Nori was born. But um, Fitness by Nori, my fitness success um, has an underlining, an underweaving of, of pain. Um, and most of my wow. life has that. And I've been able to, you know, transform. And that's one thing that I love about butterflies because they transform into right. this beautiful thing. Yeah, and dope. a lot of a lot of times coming out of, you know, the mud, which is another reason why I like lotus flowers as well, right? So coming out of really dark places and turning into this beautiful thing. And a lot of times when we're going through it, we don't understand it. I don't understand like, why, Lord, why did I have to go through a divorce? Yeah. Why did I have to, you know, couldn't I have gotten fat another way and then been able to lose the weight? You know what I'm saying? But I've learned that there are other women out there that have gone through a divorce too, and they don't know what to do. Wow. And they, you know, they're sitting in a dark place. And so my people are out there waiting on me to step off this curb and get out there in the fight. And so that's exactly what I did. Um, I turned it around, jumped out there. Fitness by Nuri was launched on my LLC was, uh, I got my LLC in July 
of 2020. Um, Fitness by Nora was launched. I did a launch on November the 21st of 2020. And um, I started doing fitness classes in March, on March 9th of 2021. But I've been personal training since um, since July of 2020. So you've been, you've pretty much hit the ground and running, right? I mean, that's what entrepreneurs have to do. When you're by yourself, you do it all. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. So... So typically when people get into fitness, a lot of the time it's some a life-changing event happens. And these are, like you said, go through a divorce, um, get sick, somebody showed themselves on, on camera, on a picture, and they like, you know what, I gotta change this now, right? Mm-hmm. So when you was talking to, to Pink and you went to his course, mm-hmm. you were like, Hey, I'll be back at some point. Mm-hmm. That kind of resonated because a lot of people like would have quit, right? So a lot of people mm-hmm. either quit or don't commit to, to their fitness goals. Mm-hmm. What are some reasons why people don't commit to their fitness goals and what's some advice you would give them to keep them on track? Because you could have easily quit and said, I'm done, I'm not going back. Correct. Well, for me, I have um, I have really, really strong mental re- resilience, right? I'm, I'm really mentally strong. And that is the same reason why people will not go back. Okay. Um, To answer your question and to be absolutely and brutally honest, and a lot of people don't like to hear this. And when I have my consultations, I talk to people at the level that they don't, that they weren't expecting. And that's the reason why they end up trusting me because I tell them the truth. Okay. People don't commit because they don't commit to themselves. They Mm. don't care about themselves enough. They don't love themselves enough. They Mm. don't feel like, and a lot of times they might think they are. If I put on a nice dress, if I put on a nice weave, if I go get my nails and my hair done and everything like that, I love me. You can Mm. walk around like that every day. But if you're walking around out here three and 400 pounds, knowing that you're steady going back and forth to the doctor, getting filling prescriptions, putting your money over there versus into yourself, then can you really say that you love yourself that way? Mm. It's a little bit deeper than what you think it is. And what I do, I do more mindset. I do more mental building than anything. Because I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. Working out is hard. I I don't care what nobody tell you. And I'm not going to be the one that sit here and say, oh, it's easy. I may make it look easy. But it's hard. Yeah, it yeah. is hard. And the very first place that it starts is in your head. Wow. Your mind tells your whole body everything. Yeah, and I, I put it, um, the analogy that I always give is the tree trunk, okay? When you, you get all of the nutrients in the tree trunk and everything, and it goes up to the branches, the leaves, all of that, right? So your brain is your tree trunk and it tells your body these trillions of cells in your body. They're having a conversation all day, okay? You drop a, a, a Big Mac burger in your system and it's like, oh, we've been doing this, okay. So it throw it to a fat pocket, throw it to a, you know, a, a excuse me, a butt cheek, okay, which is a glute. It throw it over here, throw it to some cellulite, okay? It's having a conversation all day. But when you start, you give it some detox, you start giving it some some veggies, some some fruit. It's like, wait a minute, I'm not used to this. 
people that start detoxing and stuff like that, they get sick because their body is trying to reject it because you've given it bad stuff for so long. But once you go through that, just like sugar, if you try to take yourself off the sugar, it's just like an addict. Yes, Lord. For drugs. I testify. That is my my vice. Yes. Most people, it's comforting. But it gives you, it sends off the same endorphins in the body as drugs do. So really, Will, to be honest with you, you're addicted. You're an addict. I am. You see what I'm saying? Most yeah, of us yeah. are. Most of us are addicted to something. Um, I'm in the process right now of detoxing from sugar. I haven't had any candy in at least three weeks. Um, but it's not just candy. Bread, pasta, corn. How does fried. it? Yeah. How does it? How does it um, change in your body? How does it show up in the body? So when people say, you know, oh. This is how I am, you know. No, you don't love yourself. And when I have my consultations, I give them the very hard truth. And when you get ready, then you come back and talk to me. And, and it's a mind shift. You're going to have to shift your mind. My VIP clients, I talk to them every day, two, three times a day, four times if I need to. At night, it's hard. When they, especially when they start going through something and they live by themselves and they're having issues and they want to go in here and get this ice cream. And the, the number one thing that makes me feel good when I'm going through and I'm sitting here crying, I can go get this honey bun or these oatmeal cakes. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Wow. So you have to find something else to do it. So the question, you know, when you ask me what keeps them from doing it, because they don't love themselves the way that they thought they did. You know, yeah, it is. Lynn, uh, you talked about commitment and then you talked about mental resilience. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, all things considered, you're, you're a woman, okay? Furthermore, mm -hmm. you're a black woman. Okay, mm -hmm. I to clarify that. Yes, <laughs> all of this melanin, honey. popping. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> how how did this black woman become a business owner during a racial crisis and a global pandemic? Oh, my God. You know, um, your, your topic is strength training and faith building. Yeah. When I tell you faith building <laughs> is yeah. the one. So um, first off, I have to say, um, you know, Adam went back to the Baptist church, giving all glory and honor to God oh, in the head of my life. In the head of my life. <laughs> <laughs> to the deacons, to the ushers. All the on the roster, right? Yeah. So yes. Um, it was none other than God. Yeah. Um it was fitness by Nori is my baby. I literally birth her there is a pain that comes along with birthing I don't have children I've been in the birthing room um when my sisters when both of my sisters had their children one of my sisters has five lord anyway so I've been there several times not to mention with friends and I do understand it is a very very painful process but being that I never went through it physically the lord will give you babies in other forms yeah. and um Fitness by Nori is that um, it was it was very difficult. I'm going to tell you that um, the second thing besides God 
placing this baby inside of me, God placed some amazing people around me um, to basically keep me grounded, to put their foot in my back, to push me off the porch. You know what I'm saying? Um, and one of those people, of course, is, is my business strategist. Um, her name is Letitia DeSouz. Um, she's out of Atlanta. Um, she's actually from Chicago, but she now lives in Atlanta. She's actually a friend of mine as well, but she was my business strategist. Um, she's over Elite Wealth Enterprises. And what she does is she helps uh, women um, break the six and seven figure barrier in their businesses. And so by her being my friend, she was just like, hey, you're already doing this. You're already, you know, I was doing um, 30 minute workouts. <clears throat> I was doing 30 minute workouts on Facebook for free you know, um, four times a week. Um, I was doing, you know, going live in my workout classes and stuff like that. And again, you know, I already had a following. And so she was like, you're already doing this. You may as well go ahead and help your people. And when she said your people is the people that are, that God has put you here to help and assist through this, this experience called life. And so I said, okay, what do I need to do? And she was like, well, first let's let's set a date let's decide what we're going to do so from the time that we set it to the to the time it was conceptualized was 21 days and that was amazing to me that God would allow that to come forth like that that right. fast everything find the venue all of that wow. um that quick and so it it happened it just it just happened um that way and that's how you know when God is in it and controlling it when you just become fluid and you just flow like water, you don't resist it. You just allow God to do it. And, um, and it'll happen the way that it's supposed to. Now, did I say, did I think that I was going to have, you know, as many clients as I did? I did not. When I, from the time that I launched or whatever, like two or three weeks into it, I already had 12 clients. Wow. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm only one person. Wait a minute, Lord, you know, but of course, you don't want to hold back that blessing, right? Because uh -huh. when things pause, then <laughs> you have to make sure you're ready, right? Right. And um, and so that's basically that's how everything went. You know, my the team that was around me, Letitia, um, my assistant, which was my sister at the time, um, which was Brienne. I have a, a another assistant now. Her name is French. She is amazing. So all of the um, the things that you're seeing on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere right now, all of the videos and all the templates and everything, they're coming from her. Um, my wardrobe person is my cousin, Jessica Wyatt. My um, website designer, um, my logo designer, all things web, um, all things digital is my sister, Tamitria Sanders. Um, so I have an amazing team around me. And then um, I have people that sit on my board and it's ironic that um, Will is on here. He is one of my advisors. Um, I actually had to contact him when I was thinking about doing the classes um, that started in March um, and get his advice on some things and, and to see which way I should go with it. And so just making sure that I have those amazing people around me. Um, God just did that. God did it. Man, that's that's so good. You that's a perfect segue into what I want to ask you next. Next is pretty much a two part question. You kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, but let's go with the flow here because I, I feel like you can most definitely go a little deeper, reiterate a little bit. 
how okay. how did you how did you find your niche? You know what I mean? Like what what happened? You know that made you say, "This is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing." And and who or what inspired you to pursue your purpose? So, a lot of times we don't know what our purpose is, mm. and a lot of times people will you know, they'll sit stagnant until they figure out their purpose, right? Or until the Lord bring it to them, until it just drop down and hit them in their face, right? right. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times we won't do anything because we don't know if that's our purpose and we're too afraid to do anything. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily know that this was my purpose until I started doing it and people started coming to me and they started telling me how I was helping them and, and things of that nature. I would have never known. You know, um, but if you never do anything, if you never step out there and do it, then you will never know what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, yeah. technically, let's be honest. Your purpose is whatever you purpose to do. Wow. <laughs> whatever you intend, whatever you set out to do. God can take anything and make it everything. Right. Wow. Say that. That's a whole you know? You want me to say it again for the people on the back? Look at your neighbor and say, <laughs> look at your neighbor. God, look at your neighbor and say, God would take anything and make yeah. it everything. That's good. You know, and that is so true. I mean, you have to basically step out there. So to answer your question, I did not know that I would be this passionate about what I am doing. Um, as far as my niche, I didn't know what my niche was until I started doing it. And I started doing everything, right? I'm personal training. I'm personal training VIP clients. I'm training in the classroom. I'm doing, you know, group building and group work and stuff. And I'm doing mindset work and all of this. So you you get out there and you do everything. I was on a radio station. I did the podcast and stuff. I did um, I did the lives and stuff on Facebook. So you end up gravitating to the part that you love the most. The part that I love the most is the community part of it, the mm -hmm. camaraderie part of it. So I love classrooms. I love being loud and acting crazy and yeah. just seeing people change their lives by moving and smiling and laughing. A lot of times they may not be able to do the moves. Like, let's be honest. They may not be able to, you know, do a jumping jack, you know, 32 reps with a five pound weight in their hand, right? They may yeah. not be able to do that, but if they put the weights down and they start dancing from side to side, they're still moving right? and they will still get that result, right? So I love that camaraderie part, that community part. So I love classes. I love teaching. I mm. love inspiring people and telling them about their body and this is why. And, and, and the thing that makes me so different is because I've been there. Mm. I've done it. And a lot of people say, well, she woke up like this. I was, no, 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 I didn't. I hurt just like you hurt. Yes. I had to get, you know, my feet were hurting, you know, because I'm, you know, almost 200 pounds on, the, on this small frame, you know, so my feet were hurting. I'm not understanding why it's hurting like this. I'm going to a podiatrist. I'm getting shots in my feet. You know, and a lot of times people don't understand that. They don't know that you've gone through the process. Once you end up here, you have to continue to let them know. Like, I understand where you where you're coming from. One of my VIP clients, he um, 
he was he started at 425 pounds um the last time we weighed he was at three he was under 360 and so whoa um, shout out to him that's yes <laughs> yeah, that's a, hey shout out to shout out to him yes yes his name is Avery Avery Castleberry he is lost see I don't um, know if the man wanted his his name that, you know oh after. he do he do. <laughs> he do and the reason why I say he do is because we are doing some other stuff and yes I'm gonna put his name out there his name is Avery Castleberry he he did that weight loss in five months Oh, shout out to Avery, man! Shout out, yeah. yeah. That's that's a that's a test. That's a that's a whole nother podcast, Dre. So about yeah. to, to get about to get this information. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> because that's yeah, that's determination. So, yeah, and he he'll tell you about your girl, uh, Miss Butterfly Beast too. Look, don't don't let him talk to you. I don't know if I want to give y'all his information. Hell, y'all talking to him. <laughs> he gonna tell y'all how I be trying to jump on his back and everything. I promise you, I don't do none of that. I promise you, I don't. Well, whatever you did, it worked. worked. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm going to tell you this. I just tap into the person that you already are. I do not do the work. I am here to assist you to do your work. You're doing the work. I don't take any credit for that. You run every step. You do every push-up. You cry every, you know, every tear. You say no to every piece of bread. You do the work. I don't do that. I'm here to assist you with it. Yes, I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to pat you on the back for those small wins. I'm going to jump in your tail when you do something bad. But at the same time, you're doing the work. This is your journey. And I'm here to hold your hand and walk with you through it. I don't take no credit for the work you do. That's good. That's 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 real good, actually. Because, you know, some people will like, hey, this is what I did. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I commend you for that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about something. Because you mentioned community right mm-hmm. and you know you mentioned when you talk about community you know my antennas go up yes uh, yes so counselor <laughs> let's let's talk about the community but more importantly let's talk to our community right so okay it's no secret the black mm-hmm. community lead the nation in obesity right right um now i don't know if that's because of the charts that they use really don't apply to, i don't I, that i don't know that's your your area of expertise partially mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. one why do you feel the black community lead the nation in obesity and two what are we doing wrong how can we correct it like where do we start so i believe that black people um uh, tend to lead the because of the charts, like you said um, originally, um, because the charts are not based on us solely. It shouldn't be that far off, but it is off a little bit. We're not structured the same. We're not built the same. And if you notice, um, if you notice a lot of the other communities are trying to, you know, gain some of the same blessings that, that we were given, right? At birth, right. right? Meaning the hips and the, the glutes and oh. the things of that nature, right? And so it's just not, the charts were just not set up for us. But it shouldn't be off that much to the point of obesity, okay? So the reason why, (laughs) did you have something to say, Jake? I I do. Don't get it off your chest, cuz. Get it off your chest. I want want you to continue what you're saying (laughs) after I ask my question. But we know you got a caveat. All right. But we yeah, know. <laughs> my, my antennas over here 
now you said my antenna. when you're talking about systemic things structural things like charts mm-hmm. so now i'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm listening and i'm, and I'm learning but mm-hmm. but now you know i'm starting to think a little bit um talk about charts and and, mm-hmm. and how things were set up for us it mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of systemic issues that our community face anyway so mm-hmm. would it be far-fetched to say that even in the area of fitness and the structures and the systems are in place that our community still deals with systemic racism in this area um at its foundational level yes absolutely wow i mean the way that everything was set up it was wow. never set up you know That's things crazy. are not <laughs> things are not set up for us as um as a, a community anyway it was never set up for us as a community so for us to even think that you know, in any particular area, oh, we're we're striving in this area because they missed this area. No, it was never in no area was it ever unnoticed in no area where we as black people ever said, well, we're going to leave them over here and let them win in this area. No, we have to fight for everything. So, so yeah. So, then, so even even just hearing what you're saying and then and I promise I'll be quiet. Oh, no, you even with what you're saying is absolutely correct. I think we all can concur there. So even within in the area of fitness and the structure and the system of it, they they set it up. I won't say I'll take that back. I'll just say the majority culture set it up to make us look bad. However, they want to look like us at the same time. I'm not going to necessarily say they set it up to where we would look bad. They set it up because it was only focused on them. It was never set up to where it would be said that, you know, because let's face it, until not too long ago, Black people really wasn't into fitness like this, right? you know? And so it never, I don't think that they specifically set it up against us. They just set it up for them. We weren't included in in that structure. So not included in the structure. However, like you said earlier, Lynn, but they want the blessings. No, you know, yeah. And, and that's, they want that now because that is the thing that they see. Right, um, it's popular now. That's mm. popular now. But if you think about it, it was popular back then because it was, you know, the um, the Angie Mama with the big boobs and the big glutes yeah. and, you know, all of that was popular back then. It just depends on who wants to make it popular. Now, I remember reading an article um, where Kim Kardashian said that she was going to change the way that they looked at beauty. She was going to change the way they looked at beauty because beauty was, you know, the Caucasian, thin, you know, long hair, you know, blonde, blue eyes, whatever, right? Kim went in and she brought out the glutes, the boobs, the short hair, the dark hair. She, you know, she did all of it. Uh, and she, you, you seen it change in like, you seen it change in like a season. I was just like, wow, this is crazy. See, but, see my, my, see, I, we just playing tag with these antennas because now my, my antenna <laughs> just went back up. <laughs> Come said, on, let's get it. Uh, I said, uh-oh. <laughs> because why why did it take Kim mm-hmm. who who naturally doesn't look like us 
But after some work does, which I actually mm-hmm. have a second question to you about that in a second, but mm-hmm. why did it take her to be the face of that when our black women naturally mm-hmm. naturally look like that? Like, wake I, up like that. But we, yeah. that was called fat. That was called out of shape. Mm-hmm. But now a uh, Kim K can be the face and mm-hmm. overnight that's what yeah. everybody flocked to a Kim K look when Kim K is yeah. simply just taking what she's seeing us and getting yeah. kudos and TV shows and deals and endorsements and everything else. Yeah. All right. I, I'm off my soapbox. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's it's basically um, and, and you can see it's going on right now today. It's whatever is popular. Yeah. It's whatever is popular, and whoever puts it out there is the is the the catalyst, you know, if you will. And um, we have been walking around like this forever, right? But like you said, it it they're looking down on it when it comes from us. But they want what we have, including our melanated skin. They right. go and they tan and everything to try yeah. to get it. But you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to beat them up. You know, it's according to whoever is looking at it, whoever is receiving it. That's where their money and stuff is coming from. So, you know, they say that whoever has the money is the one who run things, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know why it is that way. But what's crazy is a lot of times we, as a people, have these different ideas and we come up with things and we, you know, we want to do things or whatever. But out of fear or whatever else it may be, we never jump off the porch. We never jump off the porch because we're afraid, oh, they're not going to like it. They're going to talk about us. And this and they talked about Kim Kardashian, too. Talked about it like a dog and they still do because it don't look real. You know, your legs look like a baseball bat and your backside look like, you know, some muffins or something like you look a mess. But let me let me ask you this then, since you took it there. Um we we are now in a day and time to where it's it's socially accepted to go get surgery it's mm-hmm. socially accepted to skip the workout um you know get the surgery or or you know when they when they it's something that they put in their body and it makes you you know not want to eat all of that is now popular mm-hmm. What's your advice to that person who would rather get that surgery instead of burning the weight off naturally? And do you even recommend surgery in any case? That's a good question. So a lot of times people will say, how can you, how can you tell me if something is right or not? You've never done it. You don't know. And this and that, right? Again, the thing about me that's different from other trainers is I have been there. I can meet you where you are. And I know neither one of y'all better not say nothing. Better not say nothing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I have not told anyone this. Um, Not that I was ashamed or embarrassed or anything like that. Um, it, it was just so long ago. Um, for me personally, I do not, um, I do not agree with the surgery unless there is an immediate health issue. Mm-hmm. I do not agree with the surgery. Um, 
I had liposuction. I can't even tell you what year it was. Um, it was early 2000. Oh, we got um, an exclusive exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do not agree with it. And you'll have other stars that if they tell you the truth or whatever, they will um, tell you the same thing. If you do not do the work, meaning continue it to work out afterwards and stuff like that, it's right. going to come back. If you do not do the work as far as changing your diet and your behavior and the way that you see food and the way that you deal with things, it's going to come back. You cannot spot lose weight. You cannot lose weight in spots. Okay. You can't tell the fat where to go, where to come off. You can't do that. Okay. So for an example, you can, you know how they have the fat transfers, right? You can take the fat from here, your lower pouch or your belly, right? You can put it in your boobs. You can put it in your glutes, right? When you start to gain weight, those fat pockets that you put in there, they're going to just get bigger. Mm. Because it's still fat. You're still going to grow the fat. And everybody, I, I'm not going to say everybody in the world because I don't know everybody in the world. The people that I know that have had surgeries, some of the surgeries didn't work. Some of them had health issues afterwards. Mm. Most of them that where it they were slim at first, they are two to three times their sizes now. They do not do the work. You still have to work out. It's fat. So, so do I agree you, with you the surgery? Do I agree with the surgery? If you need to have the surgery for an immediate health reason, go ahead and do it. I do not agree with you just jumping on the table because it's a quick fix because you're still going to have to do the work. So, no, I don't agree with it in that manner. Okay. Which, okay, which is which is totally understandable. Even if somebody said, "Hey, I'm going to get this this lipo to be like a reset, and I'm going to go from there," would you ever I recommend agree something? With that. Okay, no, I would not. No, because with lipo, you you're just taking like so many cc's of fat or whatever from it. You know, you can you can burn that off. You know, I went um I went for a consultation one time and I said I don't like this little pouch at the bottom of my stomach what would I need to do the doctor told me the doctor said oh you can work that off that that's no problem but if you want me to just take your money and leave you with a scar I can do yeah. that too wow mm -hmm. that's exactly what he said and I'm glad that he was honest he was like that's nothing so if you needing to take off two, three, five cc's of fat from each side, like come see your girl, Miss Butterfly Beast. I'll get you right on together in three months. Three months. And and it won't come back as fast as it would wow. if you had surgery. Because with surgery, it's going to come back fast because you're not changing your behavior. Man. Man. You know, I, I just think my thing with the surgeries or, yeah, with the surgeries, it just seemed like everyone is getting a surgery to look the same. Like nobody mm -hmm. is looking like the, their unique figure anymore. Right. Like everybody mm -hmm. looks the same. And I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you have all these surgeries. Then when you have kids, your kids' genes look totally different from, from you because <laughs> you had this surgery. But let's kind of well, switch gears. Oh, go ahead. One of the things that about surgeries, you I don't agree with surgeries, period. But the thing about it is they are they're unhealthy. 
A lot of times, doc, I just happened to run into a doctor that told me the truth. You know, a lot of times doctors are just doing it for money. Right. You know, I've had, I know somebody that has a, a lap band and the band is slipping. You know, they haven't had any of the fluid to fill them up in quite some time, but the band is slipping. You know, that's one of my clients. Um, I know somebody that's gotten the sleeve. I know somebody that had um, another one of the surgeries. They had to get their gallbladder removed because that's what filters the, the grease and stuff. And if you're cutting off or taking off half of your stomach, it's not doing the same thing. Your body is not working the way that it should work. If you give your body what it needs, it will heal itself. We are an amazing machine. God made something yeah. so amazing. Yes. And yes, we did. just got to give it what it needs. Wow. That's 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 real. I mean, that's yeah. because what I what I hear you saying is essentially there's no shortcut to this. It's it's a long-term <laughs> deal. It's a mind yeah. change, it's a lifestyle change. It's it's no shortcuts. No temporary. It's no shortcuts. No temporary, no shortcuts, no none of that, but I guarantee you It'll carry you a long way. It'll carry you a long way. If you go and you work out and you lose the weight and everything, I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody my age, but I bet you you can't guess it. Y'all can. I bet you I been can. knowing me for a while. You better not. <laughs> but I bet you anybody that talked to me, they they won't be able to guess it, you know? And so it, it's really funny to me um, how I'm running around with, with these, folks or whatever and they're like they're thinking that I'm their age and I'm like sweetie you just don't know <laughs> yeah so let's do yeah this. when you work out it it changes you let's do this I want to I kind of want to switch gears if I can because I, I kind of want to uh, I kind of want to hit on something that that's common in the fitness world and uh, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people joke on it but it's it's actually in my opinion a, a serious matter um, when we, when we talk about fitness instructors, one, do you advise fitness? And I'm sure you're going to say yes, but do you advise fitness instructors to train the opposite sex? That's the first question. Mm -hmm. Secondly, how do you deal with married clients? And I actually have a third question, but go ahead. So what's the third question? <laughs> Well, my, my third question is more of a scenario. Okay, um, so you want me to go on with this one? Yeah, so, so I don't want to overload it. So okay. we'll, just, we'll take those two. So if do... you answer this, you're a butterfly beast for real. <laughs> <laughs> so do I think that instructors should train the opposite sex? Um, and you said that I would say yes. I do say yes. Um, of course, like I said, one of my VIP clients um, is a male. Um you really have to read um, the section one, unit one. Um, if a lot of people don't read section one, unit one, then they'll go off on a whole nother tangent. And what I mean by that is the ethics portion of the lesson, okay? Uh, ethics, ethics. Um, my, professional, um, my professional opinion is yes. I would train the opposite sex, okay? And I believe that they can. My background and everything is um, law, legal type stuff. My undergrad is in criminal justice, right? My MBA is in human resources. So I'm always working with policies and procedures and yeah, ethics okay. and things of that nature. So 
in the physical fitness world, when I got certified, when I talk about unit one, section one, right? It's talking about ethics. It, right. And the number one thing it says in there, it specifically says, do not date your clients. It says that. It says it in there. It fosters an issue with trust. It affects the mindset. When you think about this, if you are dating someone that you're training, I'm a female, I'm dating a male client and they're doing good and they're working out and they're losing weight and they're building mass and all of this, right? And then we have an argument or we have a, a battle or I say, I don't want to do this no more and you go on. Then all the results and everything that he's worked for is down the drain. You know, why would you want to do that to anybody? Did you really get into this to assist someone, to help someone, to save someone's life? Or did you get into it to break them even further? Oh. So no, I don't date my clients. So that's number one. If you're going to train the opposite sex, you're going to have to have a firm foundation in your values and beliefs. You're going to have to stand on your beliefs, okay, and your value system. Mm -hmm. Married clients. Are you saying, do I train married clients as couples or if the male is married, will I train him? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I'm also asking your client is a married man. Mm -hmm. And of course, will I train a, him? yeah, will you train? Because that, you know, some of your with your VIP clients or your more personal clients, you know, mm -hmm. you 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 give them more attention. Like you just said, y'all talk two, three, four times a day and mm -hmm. exercise. It's just the connection that you have with your client because you right. go full throttle. Right. Yes. So um, as far as a married client, I will train a married male. However, um, like you said, I do get a little bit more in depth. So I have to find out what's going on and things of that nature, because don't get me wrong, I'm human. I'm human like anybody else. And so you have to know your limitations. You know, um, Shakespeare said to thine own self be true, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to know yourself. Can I train a married client? I can. You know, I wouldn't date my clients on no level, though. So if they say, well, you know what? I want to holler at you, so I'm not going to train with you no more. And then I'm going to be like, so be it. You really don't care about yourself because you're going to let that go for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no. I, I mean, it's it's a difference. You have to stand on your own principles. And for me, yes, I can train a married client. I can train a client from the opposite sex. I would really love to meet their spouse. I would uh, really love that, you know, so that they can feel comfortable and know where we're, we have going on over here. I would invite them in a couple of times um, for some free sessions. You know, come come and train with your hubby. You know, yeah. you can come for free. But that's just me. I've been married before, too. So I've been there. So and I, I think my scenario was. Uh, when it comes to having those in the case of a, let's say, a, a male fitness instructor training mm -hmm. a married woman, you know, mm -hmm. just a scenario like that. Um, I, I think that's more of the case when it comes to an, an issue. You know, mm -hmm. because some not all fitness instructors are have taken the the steps to become correct certified, certified. and professional mm -hmm. and get the you know the highest certificate or completion or degree that you can get in that field. You know, not all fitness instructors do that. Right. So it becomes an issue of like, hey, you know, you don't have a license to to jeopardize. So you you know you could possibly take it the other way, right? If that makes sense. 
Right. So um, I do not agree with um, I do not agree with a single male training a married female. Mm. Um, and the reason for that is because and I'm not saying in all cases, because, of course, in every um, area, there's, you know, there's some some give and take. A right, little bit, right. 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 Um, but with single men in fitness it's a little bit different out here you know the single men um i know some some um men (laughs) some of my counterparts that are men they get into this just so that they can you know be around a bunch of women and that they can hit on women and it doesn't necessarily mean if they're married or single you know they're just around women and it doesn't, they don't have any respect for whether they're married or not. They just, you know, want what they want. They're selfish, yeah. you know? So in that case, no, I wouldn't agree with that, you know? Okay. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. I was saying, they. I'm, I'm kind of, this is all new to me, <laughs> you know, it just so it sounds like, you, so you're saying you got some guys who are intentionally stepping into this. and, and they, Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't I don't doubt it not one bit. Well, well, I'm in it, so I can confirm. <laughs> you know how they say I should neither confirm nor deny. I can confirm <laughs> that, that there are some that get into this just to bait women. Yeah. And see, and for me as a as a married man, um who've had I've had a conversation with my wife at, at some point she wanted to hire a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And for me, a male was off limits, married okay. or not, he was off limits. And for the most part, my my reason is um, I feel like a woman can better serve a woman in training just because of the the changes that women bodies that y'all body go through, mm-hmm. whether it's with your your cycle, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's with you know the hormones and all of the, that exactly, yeah. and male or more ego certain areas. Mm-hmm. I don't feel. While I feel a man can get you in shape, mm-hmm. I don't feel a man can relate to a woman on that level right. and still say, hey, I know you're on your cycle. Here's what you can do, even though you're on your, you know, just that type right. of connection. And that that's my reasoning. Well, pray for me, you know, because Miss Butterfly Beast don't care about you being on your cycle because I have <laughs> one, too. Um, we come in here, we doing a job, we try to get these results, okay? That's what we're doing over here. <laughs> but if, yes. if, if she comes to you and say, Hey, this is yes. one of those cycle cycles, you can yes. be like, Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, well, let me yeah. you can do with this. Whereas a man, right, a, a dumb man, oh, you get a cycle every month. You sure already know how that feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think <laughs> that that uh yeah, I'm being comical, but I'm serious too because I just feel like uh, when it comes to certain things like that, uh, and again, I think it's it could also be taken any out of context, but I just feel like when it comes to women, um, I do feel like a, a woman can be a better, in my opinion, uh, right. a better outlet. <clears throat> again, yeah, it just I, depends I on what it is that... It. I would want Lauren to train with no dude. Um, you know, I, me personally, and, and it's not that I don't yeah, and, and it's not even insecurity. It ain't about I just insecurity. Feel like, it's just yeah. because it's exactly it's exactly what you're saying is I, I may not fully trust the guy, especially if I don't if I don't know him. You know what I'm saying? And the and the truth of the matter is, if I did, you know, it's depending on how close we are. 
you know, I, I still will have some level of distrust because because he's a god, he's a man, and I know how men think. Right. You know and I got a nice right. looking wife, and you know, I'm saying. Well, I mean, both of you do. So. You know, I'm saying sanctify people with the Holy Ghost, but I'm a licensed gun owner too. But we don't want you to have to go there. So yeah, right. you want to keep it safe. That's right. So <laughs> so let's let's so let me ask you, Miss Nori. Mm -hmm. How would you as a professional mm -hmm. licensed instructor with certificates, with training, you know, you can train trainers on, mm -hmm. you know, on, on in this area. How would you uh relate to or I guess explain it to Dre and myself like hey this is y'all mind frame however what like what would you say to that in response to right. what we both just said so that's what I was uh, just getting ready to say it really depends on what you're looking for right so for me the two trainers that I have had um were both male trainers hmm. um because I was looking for more mass more of a, a harder workout if you will you know um so my just my desire for what I was looking for is different um I agree with you guys in the sense that you have to from a, a godly standpoint I used to be married as well um you have to protect your your wife yeah. and you have to protect your household right yeah. um the the serpent wouldn't have been able to speak with Eve if Adam had have been there, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're already protecting her, saying, no, I'm not going to even allow that temptation to be in her ear. Mm -hmm. Not that you don't trust her, not that you don't trust him. You know, this could be one of your best buddies. Yeah. It's just to the principles of marriage, things are different, Yeah, you know, and it's according to what you and your wives have settled on. So, you know, I would agree with you guys in that area. At the same time, on the flip side of that, if, you know, you and your wife have, you and your wives have talked about it and you guys are comfortable with it, a male could give a very good workout. I mean, that's how I got to where I am as well. You know, so it's just according to what you guys are looking for. But I absolutely agree with both of you guys in this particular um, in this particular context. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Now you talked you talked about um, a, little, a little earlier. You talked a lot about ethics, and, and you put mm -hmm. a lot of emphasis on that. You know, yes. so I can tell that that's saying, and, and just for you personally. As a person mm -hmm. of faith, as a follower of Jesus, but then also because of your background, you know, so, mm -hmm. so from a from a personal and a professional standpoint, ethics are important. You talked a lot about values, you know, your belief system and some of the language that you that you use. So with that being mm -hmm. said, how how does your faith play a role in, in what you do? So when I first um, when I first launched um, Fitness by Nori in November um, of 2020. The first four months, it was difficult for me because of all of the, it was some underlying issues, some backlash was going on. You know, I was with an, another camp and all of this, right? Mm -hmm. And so just not having that firm foundation within myself, you know, I was already afraid, was already stepping out, just, you know, what I ended up having to do was just like you would have a baby and you would christen the baby and yeah. you give that baby back to God. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. And yeah. at four months when I did that, I found out 
that if you continue to operate like you did back then and just be fluid and allow God to do it, then it will just flow. Ever since then, I haven't been stressed out or any of that. I mean, the pandemic is still going on. People are saying, you know, we can't go. You know, I have that core five or six people that are coming to class. That's not even enough to keep the doors open, right? But I don't worry about anything. I don't worry about none of it. We're here. We're having fun. We're doing our thing because this is what God told me to do. And Lord, fitness by Nori, you gave it to me and I'm giving it back to you. I want to run it the way that you run it, you know, the way that you would have it to be ran. And so when I come in my classes, we go real hard at the end of every class, I pray and I give it back to God. I make sure that, you know, the angels are before us and that all of my clients get home safely and that that they get a peaceful night's rest. Because the body does so many things when it rests, it heals, we get dreams, we get ideas and creativity, right? And so I pray for those things um, at the end of at the end of every class. So I give it I just give it back to God. It doesn't belong to me. I'm just in this experience called life. And I'm just going to move the way that God tells me to move. Yeah, that's inspiring you. I just want to. If I can be a little pastoral here for a second. <laughs> Go I, on, pastor. I just wanna it seems I can't help, but I just really wanna affirm you. Um, you know, yes. you are if I can speak a little prophetically too, you you are literally building people. Um, and it's it's twofold. You're you're building them physically and you're building them in spiritually too. Yes. And so when, when people leave your your presence, um, I feel like what you do is literally an extension of the goodness of God. Absolutely. And it's so good that physically they feel different and feel better and their lives are changing and, and, and mentally and probably spiritually and emotionally too. Um, yes. Their lives are changing. So I, I would even go as far as to say that while it's, it's fitness and all of that um, and it's a professional field, you're doing ministry as well. And that's why I wanted to ask you that question Um in terms of how does your faith play a role in it? And, and honestly, I was, it wasn't just a preacher in me, but I was strategic about my play on words with the topic of discussion, you know, yeah. uh, you know, strength training and faith building. Because yeah. from my observation, and I'm viewing it from afar, you see what I'm saying? I just was looking at it, plus I know you. So I'm like, I, I know it's more to it. You know what I'm saying? I know it's deeper than just people getting healthy and people working out. So I, I just, right. and I just really want to, just affirm that, and uh, and and I'm I won't go into details, but it's inspiring to hear you say how you are literally trusting God each and every day, like yeah. you you've given this thing back to God, and 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 you just didn't give it back to Him one time. You do it frequently. Yes, yes. Because you know we do we do tap in, and even in regular life, right? We'll pray yeah. about something, and we'll stick our hands back in it, and we'd be like, "Okay, God, here you go. You can take yeah. it again." So yes, it's a constant thing, but that keeps the communication between me and my God. Yeah, and but also your faith too. I would like to imagine that your absolutely. faith is constantly yeah. built up. Yeah, but I, I I'm even going to take it a, a step further and say for the for the client who go into something 410, 415 pounds and lose, you 425. know, 425, 425 <laughs> and, and get down to 350 right yeah. now. He's, he's still got more that he's doing, but to, yeah. to lose that much weight, uh, to 
that's faith building in itself to say, yes. I can do this. I'm, do I'm building myself. I'm building my faith. I see what happens if I go and trust the process. If you just take that as a metaphor and mm. apply that to your faith walk with God and Christ, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. But you see the results in the long run. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Um, we finna land this plane here, and, and I gotta say, you know, I'll just decide this it's been a pleasure. And then I ain't even talked to you in a while. Um, so it's nice to hear your voice and nice for me to personally learn more about what you do, um, for sure. And I hope our listeners is, will be blessed just as much as I've been, because I'm sure you can attest to that. But absolutely. Lynn, where, where can people connect with you? How can they hook up with you? How can they link up with you? How can folks support your business? You there? Y'all there? I can hear you. Oh, man, I'm telling you, we lost her. Okay. All right. Well, I do know you can... You can add her on Facebook uh, yep. at Fitness by Nori. Yep. Uh, she has a YouTube, uh, Miss Butterfly Beast. Yeah. And both of those, she's she's always on. Uh, and to if you want to schedule a consultation with her, you can always call her directly. Um, 214 288 1426. 214 288 1426 to schedule a consultation. Yeah, and then I dropped her um, her website in the description of this podcast um, www.fitnessbynori.com. That's correct, Cuzzo, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Man, I, I don't know what happened, but it's all good. We're going to keep it rolling. Um, yeah, let's still cover though in, in prayer. And yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we answered the question for most <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely. If you're, in, if you're in Dallas, Fort Worth Metroplex, um, look out for um, go support her. And, and I'm a big advocate for supporting black owned businesses, it's especially um, businesses where we don't have a lot of representation. And that's exactly what this podcast, this show, and this mission, his ministry is all about, is representing and speaking up for the underrepresented and the underrated. Um, and I believe we had a very diplomatic and theocratic discourse today, because uh, Yeah, um, man, it, yeah, it was. I definitely uh, want to thank her, um, support her, follow her. want to thank Kuzo for jumping on with me today. Another um, therapy session for me, yeah. man. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure because I most definitely um, want to get you back on to co-host with me. So yeah, we want to we want to keep pushing it. Uh, this is Urban Ambassadors. We love you, Holland.